because we got a special double feature tonight, I won't I won't waste everyone's time with some silly nonsense at the beginning of the show. Welcome, everyone, to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about movies too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Tony Tony Chopper. Michael, the Zier. Mike, how are you doing tonight? It's too hot. It's fucking very hot. Uh, also joining us is the Fortnite father, Todd Gary. Todd, how are you doing tonight? Too hot. It's a scorcher. <laughs> cool. Round, rounding us out this evening is the Disney daddy, Mr. Dominic Forty. Dom, how are you doing this evening? Go for the trifecta, man. Too hot. <laughs> yeah. Can't take the yeah. heat. Stay out of the podcast booth. I don't know. Uh, anyways, a couple of housekeeping things before we get into the first of two episodes tonight on our double feature for the PTC Movie Club. Uh, this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, something sweet, something tasty, something fresh out of the oven. Head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. A couple other housekeeping things. Um, I played through all of Cuphead's delicious last course already, and I have uploaded that video to our YouTube channel. So if you don't think that's a game you can get through, or a game you're not interested in, or a game you've never played and you want to check it out, you can check out all of the boss fights uh, from the most recent release of the DLC. Because even if it's a game you think that you are not skilled enough or have the patience to play, I definitely think that the boss design and animation is worth watching regardless. So whether you look at our video of me playing it or someone else's, I highly recommend checking it out if it's something you don't think you would actually want to play, just because it is a gorgeous game. Um few other housekeeping things now that we are into july uh, i have a few more charity streams coming up for mg the first of which will be part two of our babylon's fall full playthrough so if you want to see me suffer through uh what might be one of the worst game what is definitely one of the worst games i've ever played i don't know if it is the worst game i've ever played but it is it is up there uh if you want to see me suffer through the rest of that game with uh couple of friends i know cam hawkins front of the show and potentially uh, a few others maybe one others will be joining us uh to finish that playthrough you can look forward to that and probably mid-july i will be doing another series of charity streams i haven't settled on the date and time just yet but uh stay tuned to social media channels to see when that's going to go live one of those will be, at the bare minimum, another long marathon stream, which could potentially uh, result in another game I don't want to play. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, you can still donate now before the stream happens or after the stream happens uh, all year until I believe the team pages close in November or September. I can't remember. So Maybe I should download the quarry. You trying to grab the quarry? I don't want to play that Maybe game. I'll grab... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. I don't want to play that. Well, maybe I already I'll, have to. Maybe I'll have the quarry as a uh, potential option. <laughs> I, that's, that's definitely an option. Uh, I already have Resident Evil 2 and Sonic Forces here, two games I don't want to play. So, uh, 
if the quarry gets added to the mix, maybe there's a maybe there's an additional bonus stream up for grabs. We shall see. Um, but without further ado, it is Dom's pick or picks, should I say? Uh, the first of which episodes tonight we will be doing uh, episode three twenty one on two thousand one's Moulin Rouge, which I I'm sad. At least unless unless I did, I don't remember. I'm sad that for either of these movies we're going to talk about tonight, in a previous episode, I didn't give you what I thought the synopsis was of these movies. Because, oh, no, because let me tell you, there were a lot of different things going through my head for both of these films. And when we get to the second film in the next episode, I got a fun little anecdote for, for that film. Um, anecdote? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But excited so to hear what this anecdote Yeah. Well, you have to listen to the next episode, episode 322, to get that anecdote. So yeah, I'll just uh, listen to it. Yeah, just <laughs> listen to it. Uh, so to kick things off, as we always do, uh, we will kind of go through some of the the broader uh, stats, figures, etc. for this movie. So as we usually begin, Moulin Rouge came out May 18th, 2001, with a budget of $50 million. Mike, what do you think this movie grossed? Grossed. 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 I am grossed. Spruce Grossed. <laughs> I was just going to say the same. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Uh, you're asking me how much money I thought it made. Uh, probably mm-hmm. too much because this director is still out there making an Elvis movie. So. It's true. Um, right. 50 million, 2002, was it? 2002, 2001. 2001. Um, let's say uh, 200. Cool, 200. 200 million? Million. Yeah. 200, 200 trillion. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, Mike's got, Mike's got, I might, maybe Mike was thinking it was did a measly 200,000. Who knows? And it's just a cult classic. Um, Todd, what are you thinking? What are you thinking for the, for uh, Mulan I'd say Rouge? like 80 million? So, Mike sitting at Mike sitting at two hundred. Todd saying it did just over budget. It's a musical. I feel in two thousand one. I feel like that wouldn't have. I mean, I, it was pretty popular. I think the movie. it was called two thousand one's best film of the year. Dom, what are you thinking? Where are you I, landing on this? I'm thinking like one hundred and fifty point three. Now, I don't remember what we typically do. If we typically do this, do we go closest or prices right? I don't know what we do in this scenario. I don't know. It's either 150 or 160.3. I just looked it up. So I actually looked it up by accident. All right. Well, it is neither of those numbers. (gasps) I literally just pulled up the cast list because I wanted to look at the cast list. I always, unless another site is pulling wrong, for this, I always use Box Office Mojo. I always use Box Office Mojo. So that's where I pulled those numbers every time we do a movie. Uh, So it's. I guess technically Dom is closer because he did one one fifty point whatever, whatever, and Mike did two hundred even. I think I don't know. Someone be the math person here. It did one seventy nine point oh, yeah. two. So who is actually closer here? I think I was with eighty. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> it was definitely Tom. Uh, uh, so one eighty. So it's twenty off of what I said and thirty. Well, Dom said yeah. two different numbers. It well, no, matter. Dom. It's, Dom it's said very one. Important. Yeah, yeah. It it doesn't really doesn't matter because we we don't. This doesn't matter. You are correct. 
Um, so, you know, it, it did very successful, I think, for the budget and based on the, the, the genre of film, I would imagine. Um, I'm curious how Romeo and Juliet did. That was also his movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can we can pull that up. Romeo and Juliet. Plus Juliet. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did anywhere near that. Eh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, percentage-wise, it did better because it had a... I'm sorry. It doesn't actually... Hold on. It did 147.5 worldwide, and I looked at the domestic opening as the budget. It doesn't list the budget here, so... When did that come out? Uh, 1999. 96. 96. 96. Yeah. So, it... Uh, right before Titanic. Right before Titanic. Really Leo was having a good couple of years. So, what do we think this tomato meter looked like? We got a tomato meter and an audience score. Mike. Uh, Don Let's, did say it was the know, best movie of... You know what? We will, we will say this before you I even give all, everyone all any... Anyone any answers? Uh, this has won eighty-seven awards and has been nominated for one hundred and thirty-two awards. Did uh, it win it, any Oscars? It won nope. three. Uh, correct, two Oscars for best art direction, set direction, and best and costume sound. design. Oh, I thought sound was one. Um, it was. It was nominated, it was nominated for best like picture five times, right? Yes. Uh, no, like eight times. It looks like because oh. it was nominated for best picture, best actress in a leading role, best cinematography. Best film editing, best makeup, and best sound. So, you, you want to know a fun fact? Hit me with them. You tell. That's a good fun fact. Ewan McGregor was nominated for best actor for this, as was John Cameron Mitchell. The same. Not year. for not for an Oscar though. Then it was a Golden Globe. Yeah, because I'm, or maybe a BAFTA. Uh, best. Yeah, maybe a Golden Globe because I don't see that. Uh, Golden Globe. Golden Globe, yes, Golden Globe. Uh, so you know, it's got it's got some awards by, under its belt. It's got some nominations under its belt. It's got some Oscar cred. So what are we thinking for a tomato and audience score, Mike? Uh, I want to say like high eighties, low nineties for both. I can't um, uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know if I can give you good numbers. Let's say um. Uh, let's say like eighty-eight for for critic, and then maybe like ninety-three for audience. Why not? Is it eighty-eight, ninety-three? Mm-hmm. Ty, what about you? I'm going with the same thing I said for box office: eighty for Metacritic or whatever we say for Rotten Tomatoes and uh, user. Probably mm-hmm. like I'll say like seventy-five. All right, Dom, where you where are you dropping here? I'm going to go, Mike, what did you say, 83? No, I said 88, 90. I'm going to go 86. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, I don't know, 90. Okay. Well, we are sitting at a cool tomato meter of 76%. So I believe Mike was the closest there. And then an audience score whoa, of whoa, 89, whoa. 89. So Dom is the closest there. Oh, I said 80. 80. I apologize. And I said uh, 75, but the other one, but yeah. yeah you, said but 89. Said, you said 90 audience, though? Yeah. Yeah, so we get an 89 there. So uh, interesting to see that the audience score is a little bit higher here. Um, 
just given that, the fact that it did win a lot of awards. That's surprising for a musical, though. I, I'm only saying that because it was nominated yeah. for a lot of awards. That's why I'm surprised the critic score is, is lower. Um, but I don't you have probably any have a information bunch of critics to back that up. On, you probably have a bunch of critics sitting on the panel that aren't fans of musicals. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, like fans of musicals come out and see these movies mostly. I mean, you can get other people to see them, obviously, but yeah. Uh, so. Moulin Rouge. A Baz Luhrmann film. Dom alluded to uh, the director still making films today. Some of their other. Oh, I apologize. Some of their other works they are known for. Uh, Australia. The Great Gatsby. Strictly Ballroom. And is this person involved with the Elvis movie you said? Screenplay. Story it. it should be the director. No, it's, yeah. it's a screenplay. It says screenplay. Oh, really? I thought it was the director. They throw oh, well, his he's name both. all over He's it. both. He's both. Director yeah. and writer. Um, so I will say a few different things about this film. Off the bat. I did not know what this film was about. I also think I confused in my brain this it's movie in Chicago. with Chicago. Yep. Makes sense. So, yeah. When you said I, I should have guessed ahead of time, I was like, he thought this movie was Chicago. Yes. <laughs> yep. I was, I was very confused when I realized, oh, no, this movie is not that movie. Um, but I was right in thinking that this movie had that it's Lady musical. Marmalade song. No, had that Lady Marmalade song. I was confused when that song was in it because I was like, I didn't, I thought that was just part of the soundtrack. I'm like, they're not going to incorporate. Like, did it have the, the, it didn't have the version that was from the soundtrack, did it? No, it did not. No, it okay. Doesn't, have, uh, doesn't, no, doesn't okay. that version have like Eve and Christina Aguilera? Yeah, on like, it? Like, but, they also, no, yeah but they had like Beatles songs in it and everything. So I, I think was like, all yeah. of the music they sang was all was of them like old songs. Someone's yeah. music, yeah. 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 Uh, it was like an Elton not John all, song. Not all of them. Not all of them. Oh, Elton John. Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Elton John. There's I mean. a Beatles song too, though. There is a Beatles song and an Elton John song. There's um, there's original music for the for the musical. Yeah. Believe me, I was very confused when "Smells Like Teen Spirit" starts playing. I'm like, really? We did this? That was, that <laughs> yeah. was, that was a weird pull. So, since we're just getting right into the music, what 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 were every, like? Did people? Do you guys have favorite like musical sections of the film? Because does no. anyone? No, okay. it's, it's just solidified that I don't like musicals, I think, or for the most they, part. Well, do, give Dom a chance to answer to Dom. Did, were, did you oh, have okay. favorite moments of this or no? Um, Music-wise? Yeah, I did. I, um, I enjoyed the, the... I think it's called the Elephant Medley, the, the All You Need Is Love, where like he kept going through love songs and she kept going through like songs that like shoot down love songs, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, the smells like Teen Spirit thing was wild. Like I was kind of baffled by. I was like right at the beginning. What section was that? It was like right at the beginning. Like it was. It was when they. It was. It might have been right before she came down from the ceiling. Yes, that's when it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was like wild to me. (laughs) And it made me think. It made me think of that fucking Peter Pan movie that just came out. Well, not just came out, but came out. No, that was a few years ago. It was a few years yeah. ago, but still, like they also did a whole "Smells Like Teen Spirit" thing with the with uh, Captain Hook's Pirates. Mm-hmm. Weird. Overall, uh, there was a, one of the original songs I really liked too. Uh, "Come What May," I think, is the song. It was like the song 
that was in that the he play. sings. Yeah, it oh, was like okay. supposed to be the last song in the play. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's the song that he sings to her when they first meet, right? That song, like his song, or no? No, isn't it the song? No, no, no. It's the song that they wrote for the last. It's the song that they wrote to to show that happy ending of the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One that to be like we still we still love each other. That that one. Okay. I don't think it's the song that he first sings. I did like the song where I was like, "It's everything you ever want." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the joke. I'll just pretend to laugh too. I guess it's the greatest show. So now, so now Brendan watches. Now we know Brendan's seen the film, and he still doesn't know the movie. (laughs) Wait, wait, greatest show. That is is a song from Greatest Showman. Listen, listen. I saw Greatest Showman, and then immediately after we recorded that podcast, I saw right. that film. Why are we doing this anymore? Huh? <laughs> so why are we doing this? Wasn't the whole point so that you would start watching movies? Yeah, I. Again, when we, we said watch movies, we never said we never said retain movies. Listen, I loved Moonlight. Last month's pick was fucking fire. Uh, whoever picked that film, fucking pat yeah. on the back. And only, a, a only remembers his picks. Oh no, I remember. <laughs> I remember fucking I. Do you remember I, Hereditary? Yes. Do you remember Hereditary? I do yeah, remember I, I Hereditary. Like, you I will like never, nice guys. You like I will nice. never. I feel like everyone Nice guys them. was okay. Actually, someone shared something, like a clip of the nice guys on Twitter the other day, and I was like, yeah, that movie was fucking weird. Like, it was good, but, like, it was kind of weird. That uh, was a, that's a cult movie right there. No, I mean, listen, I, I don't, I haven't listened to the music from The Greatest Showman again. I, I'm good with that. I'm, uh, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Overall, did everyone like this movie or no? I didn't really care for it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, actually. This is actually my first time watching this movie. Mine, too. I think it's yeah, all of ours, or no? Probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm assuming and, for both films, it is all of our first time watching these two films. Right? It was for me, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't necessarily... like. I liked Romeo and Juliet, but like this director, I'm not like a huge fan of the style, I guess. Yeah. Um, the style was, was, was intense. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of weird shit happening, like at all points in the film. Yeah, it was very uh, epileptic at points, where yeah, like 100%. it was just cutting between oh. scenes, and then there are also the scenes where fever, like it, it was, was like clearly... fever dream kind of. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Yes. So I you know, also where it slowed things down too. That mm-hmm. was just weird. Like you can tell, like he was shooting it at like a slower frame rate, or yeah. frame rate or whatever. And I was like, what? what? Why? I was also not a fan of most of the cinematography and like shot choices and like the quick transitions and like a lot of the stuff happening. Um, Jen did like it, and Jen was basically. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's a good movie. There. It's just like not a movie for everyone. Not for us. Yeah. 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 Because it was another one of those movies that I watched, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I get, like, it's, like, it's artistic. Like, I understand that I'm supposed yeah. to enjoy this, but this is, like, not a film for me. Yeah. Well, th- that was, yeah. like, Jen-, Jen was basically, like, because, the- the- well, and we'll get into some of this stuff, but, like, this is based on, like, a real place and, like, some real things and whatnot. And I think uh, the point John Leguizamo's way- character is a real person. That I did not know. Um... He like but, it's a character. He's like a, a French artist who like broke his legs as a child and like his legs stopped growing. That's why he's, he's like misproportioned. Okay. It makes sense. Cause one of the things yeah. I said to Jen at some point in the movie, I was like, why did they like why did they choose to make him shorter? Like why, is there a reason? Or it are they just weird, trying to like weird choice? Yeah. 
Uh, but I guess that makes sense. Where, like, based he was standing characters. with all of them, and you can yeah, yeah, right. You can clearly tell that he was like green screened into like a scene. No, he was not. Was he like, was not, Mike. He was not. Wasn't? So one of the facts I was going to pull about the film: John Leguizamo needed physical therapy after shooting uh, to play the diminutive uh, Toulouse Lautrec. I don't know how to say this name. Toulouse Lautrec. I apologize. It's definitely not pronounced properly. Uh, John Leguizamo was required to walk on his knees in special leg braces with his feet and lower legs removed. Oh, through. So he was on his knees, but they use special effects to remove his legs from behind him. So like he was like walking like that throughout the film on his knees. It it looked weird where like he was, it looked like he wasn't actually there. There was a scene, I think when they were trying to pitch the thing to the, uh, to the Duke, where they were all jumping was, like, around and like hanging, hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It was like when they were pitching yeah. the thing to the Duke at the near the beginning of the film, where they were singing um, "Spectacular, Spectacular." Was that the name of the song? Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if the name of the song, but that scene, yes. Yeah. That scene. If you look at him versus everyone else, he looks. Too. He. It looks like he wasn't actually there. Mm-hmm. To me, so, anyway. So. Yeah, I the 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 franticness of the movie to me like made this movie feel like maybe how the characters were feeling, which was like high, ex- drunk, like you whatever. It's you know exactly what I mean? like uh, what's it call it? Um, Romeo and Juliet is like super frantic as well. The other guys on the movie. I haven't like, seen it in a long time, but I don't remember like, that movie being that way. The, I didn't really like Great Gatsby. I didn't yeah, like I didn't, Gatsby either. I, didn't, I never saw Great Gatsby. I didn't want to see it. People love yeah. Great Gatsby, though. People fucking love that movie. Yeah. We saw um, it in theaters. Yes, we did. We did. We did see it in we theaters. We did. Um, I bought the soundtrack because it had a, I I never, it had a Jay-Z song. It's I never knew well, that. Did Jay-Z produce the entire soundtrack? Oh, yeah. maybe, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that he directed that movie, so now I'm glad I just didn't see it. But yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like we should, I, and we're going to, we're getting off topic, but I feel like I should like Great Gatsby. Like I like like most of the cast. Although I like right. a lot of the cast of this movie. I I don't know. I yeah, hate it was Nicole a good Kidman. cast. I I kept looking at that. It took me a while. I had to look him up. I'm like, why does this the um? He's Harold, Professor whatever. Moody. Professor. No, he's Slughorn. He's Slughorn. Lug, Slughorn. Slughorn. Yeah, I, I had to look yeah. it up. I'm like, why is he look so was, familiar? I was, like, I going was one of the Harry thing. Potter guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's Slughorn. There you go. I will say, Ian McGregor, especially in this movie, like his eyes just look fake to me. Like they do not look like a real color. I don't understand what they are. Like they're, they're, they're like a very specific shade of blue that just looks like he's wearing contacts. Like they just don't. You heard look it real. here first, people. Brendan got lost in Ian McGregor's eyes while watching on Rouge. <laughs> I really fucking did. Um, but I yeah, I don't know. He was too busy staring <laughs> at his eyes. <laughs> Ayo, uh, but there's just yeah a lot of like a lot of franticness and a lot of stuff. It's I way too long too. Uh, yeah, no, too, it was too much for me. Long, yeah. long film. Um, I will say it gave me PTSD too. I like started having like uh, Red Dead Redemption two flashbacks and started like really crying about Arthur Morgan because fucking uh, what's her name? TB so, data consumption. Yeah, it, yeah, TB. I was like, oof. You know, that's that's all I thought about the whole movie. I'm like, oh, poor Arthur. As soon as she <laughs> coughed and there was blood, I was like, oh, she's gonna die of TB by the end of this film, huh? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I kind of liked. Yeah, like I kind of liked some of the acting. Like the the people that were with John Leguizamo, 
and and you and McGregor like the other people. I thought they were yeah. just a little too eccentric, like a little too whatever. But I think that was the point is that they're yeah, really eccentric no. French artists, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I I get that part of it. But then like like Zidler, who was also fucking bonkers, I thought Zidler was Jim Broadbent. The yes. he was yeah, like yeah. 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 I like whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He like it's not a circus, but he's like the ringleader. So like yeah. he is like rightfully fucking absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I, um I thought that was the guy who directed the fir- first Thor movie the whole time. Um Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth so it kind of looks like it. yeah, like I was like is that Kenneth Branagh? Like the whole time I was like no. And then when I looked up Jim Broadbent, I'm like is that the guy from uh, whose line is it anyway? Like the guy no. <laughs> You know, I know. I <laughs> Colin, other, uh, yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> Colin Firth? No, Colin uh, Mockery. Mockery. Colin Mockery. Yeah, Colin Mockery. Um, I will say that the, the actor that plays Richard Broxburgh, the actor that plays the Duke, I hated the Duke in the film, which obviously you're not supposed to like that character, but I think he played that role very well. Uh, like, he was probably, I think, one of the better actors in the movie just for the role all, he was playing all he needed to do guy. was literally twirl his mustache like ah, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm the bad guy well there give the, me nicole kidman just like some of the some of his dialogue and some of the way he delivers the dialogue was just it fit that character really well and i was like all right like i can believe that this guy is this fucking like sleazy fucking duke whatever um yeah he was the bad guy the I don't know what fucking professor Lucas was the bad guy. (laughs) No, who's really the bad guy. The lady that needlessly said like, Oh, why is she going to be with the, with the penniless writer? Oh, I mean, (laughs) sitar player. Like, what are you, why are you doing this? Yeah. What do you gain gain from this? You know, what's, what's riding on this performance. Yeah. That was one of the, didn't know that was like one of the plots into the sea. That's like one so of the I mean, plot threads I didn't us. understand, though. There, there, like, was, there was no motivation for that character to go up and do that to the Duke, though, right? No, I, not that I know. Uh, not that they show uh, us. Um, you talking about the She wants to be like the number one. She wants to be like she was jealous of Nicole Kidman. Is yeah. that why? Okay, all right. Then, yeah. then I guess. No, I, I was trying to do the not do the math. I was like, all right, this movie was this time. Would that song come into this movie at all? Like, I I didn't know if the song had come out already. No, I was like, I just I was just yeah. Um, I will say, so it, the three of you may have more input on this specific thing. I'm going to say just because you've all seen more movies than I am. I'm just guessing, uh, taking a, a leap of faith that, that that statement is accurate, but the scene inside the elephant is such oh, a large, scene? yes, the, such a large portion of the movie, which is fine, but I'm I would I guess I was more surprised that they used that scene like that setting that fucking thing for that much of a movie because I feel like movies don't fucking do that it wasn't a bad thing I was just like they're getting so much use out of this specific set is that like a thing that's just older movies utilize like sets more or am I just like I, I don't like this movies. I feel like this movie in particular like didn't have a large set no definitely not i think this like, movie three, wanted to be like a, a play, theater like an actual, yeah yeah, yeah. An yeah. Actual it was built to be play. a play and it became a play it became mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they did it on stage in broadway yeah they uh i i will say that a lot of the special effects 
maybe they looked good at the time. They were so bad, and I kind of just wish they didn't exist. Like, I didn't need them when they tra- transitioned between, like, the Playhouse and wherever fucking Ewan McGregor lives for them to, like, pan the camera through the windmill. Like, I don't need that. Please stop doing this. It is so bad. And then there were two very specific scenes. Jen, you want to give your input on Moulin Rouge? Because we're all talking shit about it. <laughs> That's all you want to say? Here, you, you don't have to be on the camera if you don't want, but just come right to the door. Say it. All right. She said Nicole Kidman and she liked the movie, but Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor both overact. I hate Nicole Kidman. I really don't like anything she's ever done. Oh, this is like your seventh time saying it. Yeah, I know. fucking hate Nicole Kidman. <laughs> I fucking hate it. She's been uh, in one good movie, The Others, I think. is the only movie I liked. Oh, and... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, she was Stan- great in The Others. The Stanley Kubrick movie, um, Eyes Wide Shut. I liked her in that. And other than that, I don't really like her in anything. Um, there were two very specific... I love her in the AMC uh, opening. Yeah, that's, that's, honestly, that's like, I love going to the movies. <laughs> I love how that's a thing, too. Like, everyone's just like, they just go for that. That's just... Do people just go for that? I don't... Yeah, it's like, a, it's like yeah, an ongoing just go for that. joke right now. It's like a... It's a... After she's done saying that, I leave the theater. I'm like, all right. I've, <laughs> I've got my $15 worth. Throw my full popcorn away, and I just leave. Yeah, um, <laughs> There were two stupid things that stuck out to me so much to the point where I took a note on my phone and I'm going to bring them up right now. At the mm. beginning, when they're doing that first big dance number and they kick the hats off of all of the people and they flew into the fucking sky, like the actual fucking sky, and they pan the camera out for that. I'm like, what mm. is happening? And then they do it again. They do it at the yep. end of the movie when they kick the gun. The gun has yep. to fly through the fucking into the spit uh-huh. into space like no yeah. and it hits, uh... also at the beginning the amount of crotch they kept on showing like when they're hiking up like the, it was like the, this one girl's crotch like shown over and over and over again i'm like okay we've seen this many times now you know <laughs> um yeah i don't know like i guess compared to some of the other musicals we've watched for this i feel like the choreography. I think yeah. the choreography and music in Greatest Showman was probably better for me personally. That's, I mean, absolutely. obviously, a lot of these songs were just actual songs that they were yeah. singing and not that they're bad, but I think for like, like that, I, I think, think the, the idea behind Greatest Showman was to make the, mu- the soundtrack poppy. The idea behind this was to make a musical soundtrack. So, yeah. It, yeah, it no, makes, that's it makes sense that you enjoy yeah. the Greatest Showman more. I I guess when I'm like looking for the scenes that I enjoyed musical wise in this the most, like I think the barroom scene in Greatest Showman is better than all of the musical scenes in this movie. Um, my favorite one is actually probably, and I don't even like that much, is when uh, Zidler and the Duke are. I think it's before. When they sing he like makes a virgin, them go to dinner. Ah, uh, yes. When they sing like a virgin, yes. That I think that might be my favorite like musical scene in the movie because I think um the the narcoleptic Argentinian or whatever his name is that like that's his name in the movie. Yeah, yeah. There was a point where like he's singing with the girl that like outs Satine. When they sing Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah. That was yes. that was like a decent scene. Like I, I liked yeah. I liked most of that. It was just like those might have actually went back to back. Yeah, those might have went back to back or very close. It may have been happening movie. at the same time, yeah. 
because there was a point where they were like going back and forth. They were going back two different scenes. Yeah, when like, they were singing Roxanne, uh, Ewan McGregor was singing a different song, and the Duke got really upset at Satina. Was like, "I'm gonna fucking tear your clothes off!" And then the other dude showed up from the shadows and punched him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah again, this so, was yeah. Uh, so those are yeah. The wild ride. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> The other the other song that the Lake of Virgin was before that then because it was okay. I believe it was when he was supposed to go with her to dinner and she didn't go because she wanted to fucking write the song with him or whatever. Uh and, and then she they, started coughing up blood and they said <laughs> yes. lay down, you're dying. Yes. And he and, and Zidler was basically like trying to keep him there saying, like, oh no, she like, you know, she loves only you or whatever. But I, I, I like that because it was like ridiculous, but also because I think the Duke was good in that scene and also very fucking creepy. And I also like the way he was dressed and acting in that scene. He like, he seemed very Dracula like to me. And this scene was basically when Zidler was giving Satine to him. So it was like, he was like sapping her life. I don't know. It was all like very Dracula S to me. That's that's what I interpreted from it. I, I expected like them music. to start singing the songs from um, Phantom of the Opera. That's what I was expecting. Okay. Sing for me, my angel of music. Uh, yeah. I, I will say in the spectacular, spectacular scene at the beginning, too, or towards the beginning, when they're all singing in the elephant, whatever the, the line of dialogue is that uh, Ewan McGregor sings at first, and that's what, like, she stops and, like, all of a sudden now she has like she ha- he he has her gaze like she's like oh i'm now interested in this person later in that same scene when the duke sings it it's like purposely fucking horrible sounding and i was like it, like that was supposed to be a comedic thing and i thought it was very funny i enjoyed it cuz like part of why she perked up to Ewan McGregor is because christian i'll start saying the actor like the character's name christian is because his voice was, you know, whatever, so beautiful. And then when he says it, it's like fucking nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I had a really hard time getting through this movie. I didn't enjoy any of the music in it either. It was, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a, I, I, it, I worked out during it. I still, <laughs> had my full attention. I just like continued to lift weights throughout it because I. There, there was a period of time where I was still kind of banging through neon white while I was watching this movie. So. Wow. wow. So Mike was just not paying attention. I'll, I'll admit the beginning, I was a little confused. I was looking up and then I saw that Ewan McGregor, I'm not, I didn't bother learning anyone's names. He was typing and then like there was a hole in the ceiling maybe. And then I was typing and I look up again. They're like, yeah, the dude with the handkerchief and she's looking around and they're pulling handkerchiefs. I'm like, oh, John Leguizamo's in this. Good for him. And I look down again and I look up. They were doing the can can. So, you know, it was a movie. Um, other interesting things that I looked up about the film. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio wanted to play Christian, but couldn't sing. So. I wasn't sure if if Ewan McGregor was singing or not. I could kind of tell. I think they all were. I think they all were. I think they all were, but were they dubbed? Did they did they dub over their own voices? You know, like I think they, I think they, they did, but what's like they weren't singing stuff? on the set. Yeah, they probably weren't singing yeah. on the set. Yeah, okay. I mean, they're probably singing while recording it, but they probably like the final edit of the film. 
I would imagine right, right, was probably right. like the, them it, focusing. It, it very much looked like they were dubbed over, but I was like, all right, are they dubbing it over with their own voice or did they get someone who can actually sing? Um, where was the other thing I saw? So apparently part of the plot of this film is based off of uh, Orpheus and Eurydice, or I don't know how to say that. Morbius? No, not, not <laughs> Morbius. Uh, it's, yeah, it's Eurydice? Yeah. Eurydice, yeah, that's probably how you pronounce it. Uh, Orpheus and Eurydice's story. So, uh, And there's clear parallels if you are familiar with Orpheus and Eurydice's story, but I think it also is, you know, obviously clearly doing its own stuff, but also pulling from, you know, the kind of the the Moulin Rouge itself. So, um, that was an interesting little tidbit when I was looking into more of the film because I didn't know this movie was. I don't. I don't think this movie is necessarily based on a true story, but it is pulling from like historical accounts of that, uh, and I wasn't aware of that. Um, nor was I aware that I believe this was like a, an original screenplay written by Baz Luhrmann Buzz. or whoever wrote it. Baz. Um. I mean, that's all I have to really say about the film. I don't know if anyone else wants to talk good or bad or point anything else out about it. Yeah, that's all I get. Well, fuck that movie. I don't uh, understand I, how it was nominated for, like... Bro, I know how I understand because the more we keep doing this, award-winning films just don't know if I... It doesn't mean anything to me because some of the films we've watched have also been nominated or won awards. But also, so did fucking When the Moon Hits Your Eye like a fucking big pizza pie. That movie is Oscar winning, and that movie's fucking oh, yeah. garbage. Sorry, Iron Man wasn't in it, all right? What are we going to do? <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry, but Nicolas Cage with a wooden hand fucking making pizza dough or whatever the fuck he's doing. He's a bread baker or whatever. I'll defend that movie. I'm good. It's like a, a classic that I love. Yeah, that's fine. I, 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 like, I, I get it. I mean, that's... that movie in like 2020 it can be like a shock to the system never seeing that movie. You know, like it's kind of... It's definitely an old movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just not a good movie, though. I've watched old movies and enjoyed them. I, I think that what the biggest eye-opener to this whole thing is, again, I'll say it again, I always considered Todd like a movie, a fucking cinephile, an aficionado, like someone I would trust their opinion on TVs and movies, and I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I, I would think that it, it doesn't necessarily... What I would say is that you typically just don't like the movies. Even if they've been critically acclaimed in whatever capacity, Bren just doesn't like most movies. I was gonna say, I feel like yeah, I feel like you haven't liked most movies. That yeah, I feel like we're just finding out throughout this thing. I feel like the takeaway is that Brendan just doesn't like movies. That's that's the takeaway. <laughs> I loved Moonlight. Yeah, yeah. I liked. Uh, I liked fucking. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. I think I would like more if it didn't get absolutely bonkers at the end. That's when I was like, I still like this movie. But it went fucking way, way off wild. the deep end. Like way off the deep end. And like a, it, it, I think thematically made sense with what I think the director, writer, or whatever was trying to to say. It was just like it, it fucking went off the fucking rails. Um, but anyways, before we wrap this episode. Uh, 321 up I figured because it's a double header tonight double feature and because it's a movie we're gonna do something a little different we're gonna do something a little different for what's in the box I pulled up another movie 
Ooh. And here's how we're going to do this. All right, so it's mm. a movie that Brendan's seen. So it's well, here's what we're going to do. Avengers Endgame. First, we're going to pull uh, up the Infinity score. War. Um, First, we're going to pull up the score. Dom's leading the league, 34 points. Todd behind him with 27. Mike behind him with 21. And then a bunch of guest points. I am going to give you the Logan. choice of different things here. The more I reveal, the less point the winner gets. So starting this off, if you are able to get it from the first set of information, you will get three points. If I have to reveal more and someone gets it, you will get two points. If I have to reveal the tagline of the film, you will get one point. Is this like that game we played like for like three hours one night when we were playing Fortnite? Yeah. Uh, no, because that game no. you guys are too good at. We can't play that game. Uh, so without further ado, I don't have a name for this yet. But, uh, you know. We'll get there. Tagline yeah. game. So I will give you the budget. Before either, you go on, is this from your collection or just on you online right now? I am not giving you information, Todd. It is a movie. <laughs> this is a film. Go on. I will give you the budget. And then as a group, you have a choice of either the release date or the worldwide gross. The release date. If you give us right, the yeah. budget and how much money it made, we're not going to get the film. <laughs> yeah, All right, here's what we're going to do then. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do... With no other information, no date, no genre, just this is how much money it made. <laughs> this is how much money hold they on, spent on, on it. This, this is how much money it made. This is what we're going to do. Oh, this is what we're going to do. Let me add one more. Let me pull up one more thing on this film, and then, and then we'll go. Iron Man 2. One low grade actor. All right. This is what this is for the three points. This is the information I'll tell you I'm going to give you. The budget and the best boy in the film. You are going <laughs> to get the budget, the worldwide gross, and do you want gap team? Do you want genre or do you want rating? Probably it's genre, for three right? points. It shouldn't be easy. It's for three points. I'd say genre, right? Yeah, genre's probably better. So we're getting release date, genre, and no, 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 budget? No, no. Release date will be in the two point. Yeah, so, so it's so... like, it's box office, and it's also uh, budget. budget. Budget, box office, and genre. You want me to put release date in the three point thing? I feel like that's too much information for three points. How much money it made in the genre? In... In hundreds of years of cinema, that's well, that's yeah, hundred. It's fucking three points. Hundred according, I mean, according to Nicole Kidman, I think a hundred years at least for AMC theaters. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're <laughs> gonna do. We'll do budget. We'll do we'll do gross, and we'll do year. I will not give you the month. I'll okay. give you the year. Yeah, that's fine. Year, year, year is year perfectly is fine. We don't. I don't want to give too much for the three points. No, that's fair, but like you can't just be like, this is how much money you made, and like this is how this is what I was dressed when the movie came out. I mean, if you want me to reverse this whole thing and it can be no, because it's it's a it 
it would have to be a group we have it would have to be a group consensus of do you all want this or who wants what uh so we'll do this what what we have is fine release and i will say for each tier up until the end you only get two guesses per tier per person so you can't just fucking rattle off movies as your guest, okay. you can talk aloud. That's fine. You can think out loud if you want to, you know, commiserate. I don't know why you want to work together for points, but. All right, go. Yeah. All right. Released in 2001 with a budget of 60 million and a worldwide gross of just over 484 million. 2000, what did you say? 2001? 2001. Mm hmm. What film Free demo? is this? Um, <clears throat> 2001. Ah, go what was the budget I again? Say... With a budget of 60 million and a worldwide gross of just over 484 million. This movie released in I'm 2001. Gonna, I'm going to blow my first guess. I don't mm-hmm. really care. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. No. I will say, no one look at the Twitch chat because both of the people in the Twitch chat just fucking slam dunked that shit. Yeah, Transformers. Access to the internet. Transformers. Incorrect. <laughs> Transformers? <laughs> Why would you waste your guesses? Keep, keep on to guesses. <laughs> um, 2001. Did that come out in 2001? I think it got delayed till 2002. What movie? Uh, the first Spider-Man, I think, got delayed until 2002 because of yeah, that was 2002. Yeah. Um, Cam Cam said nailed it by the way, and then said I didn't look up shit dumb. Um, <laughs> what was the budget again? You said sixty million. 60 million. 480. 2001. That's a big haul for a movie back then, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you can take your second guess. Yeah, okay. Let me me think about this a little bit more. What was I doing in 2001? I was 12 years old. That's how I have to do it. Exploring my body. (laughs) Just started exploring my body. And, um... Hmm. Let's see. Phantom Mass was 99. Spider-Man, like we said, was 2002. Attack of the Clones was also 2002. Yep. Um, let's see. Where are we for the Austin Powers films? That's what I was, oh, yeah. That's what I was, been, I was uh, trying to piece that together. It would have been Austin Powers and Goldmember. Goldmember. See, that could have... Oh, yes, I'll take a guess. That, I'll take ties, a guess, Goldmember. That, that ties into my... Fu- exploring my body, because Beyonce was in that film. But uh, that'll be your guess. Have fun with yep, it. So, I'm sorry. Uh, Dom, you are using your first guess here with Goldmember? That's correct. You are wrong. I was going to say, 480 million is a lot for a comedy. It would have been Goldmember in 2001, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Ooh, it might have been. It might have mm-hmm. been Spy Who Shagged Me, Mike, if you want to take that one. 
You know what? I don't know. That seems, I don't like, a lot. That seems like a lot. That's of money way too Austin much. Powers. It's yeah. a lot of money. And, but and to budget, be fair. That budget's way too much, too. $60 million for an Austin Powers movie, I don't think the first one. Like, I mean, yeah, the yeah, first maybe. one must have done well enough for them to do a second one. And the second one must have done well enough for them to do a third film. But then second again, one definitely did way better than the first. The bar is like. Where? I don't think we're getting $480 million out of a comedy, though. Maybe I'm yeah, wrong. I don't know. Tough. That's tough. Um. This movie had to have had legs. Oh, can I guess? Yeah. Oh no! I mean, this yeah, is you both get two guesses. This is, I, this is you wrong. You all get two guesses. You all get two guesses, and Todd wasted one on Transformers for whatever goddamn reason. I, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of like. Uh, wait, we why? Cannot... Why is that such a bad guess? I just thought of what it because the money. first Transformers, <laughs> the first one came out in two thousand seven. Oh really? I didn't even. Um, yeah, see, I don't even know because those movies are all trash anyway. So it's like I barely Todd's remember them. Poking up a doobie right now. He doesn't even know what's going on. We have more guesses. Or are we moving on to two points? Yeah, you know uh, what? I'll I'll no. I'll throw out my guess on um, Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, no, was that the yeah? Because the first one's Man of Mystery. So I'll, I got, I'll I got my guess. guess. I just came back from the bathroom. <laughs> my phone. My phone is right here. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You went to the bathroom without your phone. You went to the bathroom without your phone. You, you are doing your second oh, guess out there for for Spy for yeah, Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incorrect. Okay. So I'll let everybody in on my thinking. So mm-hmm. my thought was, is there a Pixar movie that came out in 2001? Went to Monsters, Inc. That would have been the right time, I think. Um, and I was like, I don't know. A Pixar movie probably wouldn't have made that much money. It would have had to have been a huge, huge fucking phenomenon. Yeah, it's got to be Toy Story. But Toy Story, Toy Story 2 was 99, wasn't it? Yes. 2001. We forgot a huge budget sci-fi franchise. Uh, oh wait, the first X Men? No, the first X Men was two thousand. Nope. Okay. Yeah, uh, Reeves. What's that? Oh yeah, the Matrix. Matrix was Matrix yeah. Was no, Matrix was ninety nine. Matrix, Matrix was ninety nine. And then yeah, so um, Reloaded was when the second know. one would have been two thousand two. I think. I'm. I'm. Two thousand three. You can use your guess, but I'm pretty sure the first Matrix doesn't count, and then the second one I think came out. Later, are we sure that the Matrix came up before 2001? The first one, yeah, because I saw it in sure my senior year of high school. In right, nine, so I'm, yeah. going to, I'm going for Matrix Reloaded, incorrect. And I will say two things Matrix here. Reloaded is, is 2002 or 2003. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. why are you? Well, I'll say one thing why are you helping them? Like, why are you working together? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> This seems this seems unless unless Mike knew and is just trying to push off the wrong guess, say, which is smart smart play. It's smart yeah, play, yeah. but no, I was giving I was giving legitimate information. Like so, I didn't have to I'm just gonna get make my second guess. So, okay, I give my second guess or no? You oh, wait, I jumped the gun. You already gave two guesses, did you not? Did talk? Okay. You said I know you said turn answer. Oh, you get a second guess before we move on then. I didn't hear him take a second guess while I was in the bathroom. No, he didn't. He was still very confused. I'll just say X two. I don't know when that came out. Incorrect. So we will move on. X two would have we been. We decided the first one was two thousand, right? Oh, it was okay. The first X Men was like two thousand. Yeah, I think. Yeah. We will move on. No points awarded for two points. You already know the budget is sixty million. You already know that it grossed just over four hundred eighty-four million, and you already mm-hmm. know that it came out in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd like to know when in two thousand one it came out. May sixteenth. 2001. Yeah, it's a summer blockbuster. With 
a rating of PG. And I, my last clue for the two-point tier will be that this oh shit film I think it has both been nominated and won an Oscar. Then my guess is wrong. So there you have it for two points. I think you're right. Could have been. Mine could have been. It would have been. All right, I'm going to take my first guess of this round. Go, go for it. Another Mike Myers film that we forgot about, Shrek. Ooh. The answer is, of course, Shrek. Dom gets a two Wait, points. Wait, that won an Oscar? It won yes. an Oscar for Best Animated yes. Feature Animated Film. Animated Feature Film. That's that's why I was like, oh, as soon as he said Oscar, I was like, oh, there's no way it's right. And I was like, oh, they did have that Animated Feature Film by that point. Bumps Dom up to a cool 36 points. And we will do one more of these, and then we will move on to the next episode. I still have never seen Shrek to this day. Um, I'm pretty sure I've only seen it in Spanish. The... And just for fun to see what the one point would be, you would get the the tagline for the film, which is, I think everyone would have said it probably right away. Uh, the greatest fairy, the greatest fairy tale never told. Actually, I wouldn't have got that. So, the yeah. prince isn't charming. The princess isn't sleeping. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Um. All right. So let me pull up the stats for the second film here. So we will do the same with a budget of sixty million. What years did this now? And a worldwide gross of 58 million. Ooh. 60 million, 58 million? Yes. That this was movie a failure. released in 2005. Two guesses each. Three points on the 2005. table. Um, the Adventures of Pluto and Nash. Incorrect. Really I, I think that made. I think that, I think it made more less than that. So. All right, fuck <laughs> it. Like, fuck yeah, it. It's Norbit. <laughs> We're just going down the Eddie Murphy rabbit hole. Oh, I just threw that first guess out because you said Pluto Nash too quick. <laughs> I didn't even bother to think when Norbert could have been. Just fuck it. I also don't know when Pluto Nash came out. To be honest, I don't with either. John Carpenter. No, Incorrect. God, God damn it! Why? That was two thousand and eight, too, right? Two thousand seven. John Carter was, I want to say, like at least twenty ten. I'm just Everyone trying to. Think, you know, I'm, I'm one guess left failures. on this tier. I'm just, I just literally actually, thinking of I want to know that. Carter of Mars. Twenty twelve. Wow, I didn't realize it was um, that. I'd also said John Carpenter. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah, he was—he was wrong. So. <laughs> He's wrong on multiple levels. If, okay, if it was John Carter, uh, I would have given it to him. But we know it's not John Carter. So. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know if all of you have seen this film, but I did in theaters. There is a context. Oh, wait, oh, there we go. It's a walk to remember. It is not a walk to remember. It's Crossroads. <laughs> it is not Crossroads. Those are your uh, guesses, by the way. We're, so we're absolutely nailing Brendan right now, though. Uh, it's Eight Mile. <laughs> both of those movies in theaters. Eight Mile Two is in three. Yeah, but both of those movies were before that. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it Todd, your guess, matter. Eight Mile. Yeah, that was my guess. Yeah. No, that is not Eight Mile. Uh, that bumps us down to the two-point tier, uh, which we already know, with a budget of sixty million, 
and a worldwide gross of $58 million. This movie released in 2005 on October 21st. And I will look it up to verify, but I can feel like I can confidently say this movie has no awards. Uh, oh, I also gave you the 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 rating for the second tier before. So this yeah, is a rated I rated R film. Ooh, rated R. What October? year did I say? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Rated uh, rated R. What's our Sandler film for that year? He doesn't have many hours. I don't know. Would Brennan have seen an Adam Sandler movie in theaters? I got. Yeah, I, I watched. I watched the. Uh, Who'd be Halloween? I'm pretty sure I watched Eight Crazy Nights in theaters. <laughs> I know I, I think did. that one was rated R. I think that was rated PG-13. I think it might have been rated yeah, R. I, I, I thought no, it was. I Maybe not. I saw it in middle school. Um, yeah, I don't think that which, was R. Say what you will. I, I don't think they would have let me into a rated R film. I think, the, oh yeah. I think That's My Boy was like the first R-rated movie that fucking Sandler did like for a long time. I don't Besides, know if- not I don't know if this is going to give anything away because I don't know what one of these things is. But it did actually get nominated for two awards. One Razzie and one Fangoria. That makes sense because it fucking didn't perform over budget. So it's clearly a horror movie. The, the Razzie was for Worst Actor. I will not give you the actor. And the Fangoria Chainsaw Award was for Bloodiest Beatdown. I will also not give you the actors involved. This is not huh, my I guess. Probably, when was Van Helsing, Mike? Ooh, I think Van Helsing was 2004. Okay. We also saw that in theaters. I don't know if Brennan knows that. He's, Cam, he's, he's I'm, I'm, la- I'm laughing at Cam's guess in the chat because I don't know how after the information I just said out loud, that is the guess. Okay, he said never mind. <laughs> um, uh, oh, Dom, unrelated to like... Unrelated to like most of the things going on, were yep. you there the night I went to how I, uh, how did it get made? Where they did Van Helsing? Uh, yes, but I think I went to the other show. Okay, I went to both, and you only yeah. worst actor. You said. I think that was the night that we did um, the movie with the guy from TV, whose name I can't. I probably now. saw this in the theater. Whatever Austin it is, movie. I, saw, oh, I always see yeah, horror yeah. movies. Um, uh, the guy from Night Court. I yeah. feel Don like there is potential that. All of us have seen this film. Okay, so this is not Wait, my. Didn't you guess. say we are? We are all definitely aware of this film. This is not my guess, and th- there's a chance I might be. I might be on the right track, and if someone wants to run with it, go ahead. I feel like it's probably a scary movie in the sense that it is one of the Correct. scary movies. We already films. said that. Oh, oh, okay, oh I, a scary movie. Okay. I don't know which one. Nah, because they made they made those up to like. Four. They they did well up until like four or five. They they Charlie Sheen was in one when he was popular oh, and like. I guess they they would have had to have made money right for them to keep making. Yeah. Them. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's true. Um. Hmm. I mean, if ah. if the if the guesses are just not there, we can go to the final tier and go right to the one point if no one else has guesses. Fifty-eight million. I feel like fifty-eight million is still good for a, horror, a sixty million dollar budget for a horror movie is way too high for a horror movie. I feel like Mike Rose Cry Wolf. <laughs> I didn't see that with you guys, but it, it was that would check out. I think you guys would have seen it in two thousand four, two thousand five. Fuck it, I'm guessing. Uh, no, no, there's no way. There's no way. Has any, no way has any have any of you made an actual guess on tier two or no? No, I don't think so. Okay, here's what we'll do. 
you all get one guess. I will reveal. Wait, didn't I not? You said oh, my, my, my Go on. You didn't guess. If you did, you knew it was wrong, and you're like, I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, okay. I will give you. There are two taglines for this film. I will give you the first tagline, and if no one gets it on their guess, I will reveal the second tagline in the tier one points. No one gets out alive. No one gets out alive. Budget of 60, gross of 58. Oh, I know this movie. Fuck. October, October 2005. <laughs> Fuck, I know the name of it. No I, I, I can say an actor that's in it right now, but I'm not going to say it because it'll give the, the, the movie away. I'm so confused by Brendan seeing a horror film in theaters. What were you, I know what were you trying to gain from this? Oh, my God. I'm not going to remember the name. I'm when never the gonna, movie I, gets revealed, Mike, you will understand why I saw this I'm going to be so mad when this oh movie gets revealed. Cheers Hold to on. Cam oh, getting okay. the movie. Here's my guess. House of Wax. No. Ooh, that's no, that's a, guess. no, it's... Yeah. would have been the right time, right? I, I want to so. say something right now that will spoil it, because I, I don't think I'm going to no, remember the name of it, but I do believe a friend of the show is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Matthew Lillard was in one of these movies? <laughs> the House of Wax was he was in five. I forget what nice. year this movie Nailed came it. out. Oh, that was, yeah, you said it was 2005. I already um, forgot. Um, I don't. I can't think of another Matthew Lillard horror movie besides uh, Saw. I mean, uh, not Saw. Oh, um, Scream. Uh, Scream. Sorry. Oh, man. I, was th- I was trying to go through the Saw franchise. I can to see picture if this Saw whole. In there, but I can picture it this whole movie if it is that. But... Um, it could be the first. I'm just gonna song. say this because I don't even know if this is the name of the movie, but I'm just gonna say House of the Dead. I don't think Incredible. that's the name of the movie. Oh okay. wait, is it? Um, is it Resident Evil? Incorrect. Ooh, oh, that's Resident a good guess. God damn it! Oh yeah, it's gonna. You will move it, on. Too much of a face official expression, so we <laughs> will move on to the final tier point. Uh, I don't know any of the titles. No, the Resident Evil movies did too well to be getting 58 on the six. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, the maybe. first one, I don't know. The first, I don't think the first one did that great, but they still made another one. Okay, or, maybe. All right, Brendan. The only, on. It's the only thing that makes sense for Brendan to have seen a horror movie in theaters. Or the yeah, one true. point tier, you get the other tagline. Hell breaks loose. Oh, it's Doom. This is, this is in three. Oh, it is indeed there Doom. There you go. Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What was the movie we, I was thinking? Oh, we did see it in theaters. Oh, I had a feeling we all did. Maybe I, I, didn't. Didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, Wait, I did we see it together, though? No, I had no idea. No, you guys did a lot of things about me. Somebody. I may have seen it in 2005. Yeah, we may have seen it together, though. Maybe. I only saw it because, well, I guess I saw it for two reasons. It was It's on a video game, and it was The Rock. And, uh... And, uh... Oh, I was thinking 13 Ghosts, if you guys remember that movie. Yeah, uh, let me see who else is like uh, Carl Urban, Carl Urban Rosamund yeah. Pike. Carl Urban was Doom Guy. Rosamund Pike was in that too. That's actually got a pretty decent cast. Yeah, I mean it's Doom. It was it's bad. like one of the like it, it was, was a bad, bad movie, but like the it best, was the best licensed scene was to the, one of the yeah, the best scene was at the end when it like went into the video like the old like eight not sixteen bit uh, Doom. Yeah, graphics and whatever. Yeah. It like went um, into that screen. Person. Yeah. 
that leaves us with a point total of Dom at 37, Todd at 27, Mike at 21, and a bunch of guest points. Um, that will do it for episode 321, but we are coming right back in just a moment with episode 322, uh, the double feature for the PTC Movie Club, where we talk about Hedwig in the Angry Inch. So the stream will go down for just a moment, but we'll be right back. Uh, you can find everything we do at PassTheController.io, Twitter, Instagram, at PassController, Twitch.tv slash PassController. Friend of the show, fan of the show, leave us a review, do all those lovely things, follow us, subscribe, and we will be back very shortly with episode 321. Uh, sorry, 322.